You are listening to Zen and the Art of Triathlon. Well, hey there, all you triathlon studs and studettes. This is Brett Bleiner with another great episode of Zen and the Art of Triathlon. We have something really special for you today. Tawny Prezak and I sit down and enjoy watching the 70.3 Worlds Championship on NBC coverage, the one-hour special. Uh, we watch it together while on Skype, talking it up. I'm in Texas, and she's in uh, Orange County, I believe, San Diego, LA, somewhere in between. And uh, we talk about everything that's going on in the race, even the commercials. It's a lot of fun. So we turn the uh, sound all the way down, and we're just talking about it while it's on TV. So uh, there's no rebroadcast issues there. And um, uh, we hope you enjoy it. And uh, yeah, watch the race at the same time if you like, or just listen to us talk. Either way, it's cool. You will really have a good time. And I think that's it. Let's go ahead and get Tawny on the Skypes and see what she's doing and get rolling with the show. Here we go. Keep it casual, so if there is some what of a background noise, don't kill me, okay? Hold on, my coffee machine's peeing on the counter. Can you hear it? There you go. All right. You should be recording this. It's gold. It's golden. All right. I am here with Tawny Prezak from Endurance Planet. How's it going? Hey, this is the latest I've ever done a podcast. I'm ready for bed. Just kidding. <laughs> you're, you're in California. Isn't it like morning over there still? <laughs> it's always sunny in morning and yeah, 75 morning. degrees in California. It doesn't change ever. There's always sunshine. And we are hanging out on Skype. <laughs> Just chilling and talking triathlon, and there happens to be uh, 70.3 Worlds on in Montreblanc. So we're going to uh, we put it on mute, uh, and we're going to sit here and talk about what we see. So can you hear me all right? I can hear you all right. I can hear your coffee kind of swishing. I cannot believe you're drinking coffee at 9 p.m. I mean, who's with me right now that that would seriously crack them out and screw them up for, like, days? I'm doing it for the fans. (laughs) You're doing it for the fans, sacrificing your health, well-being, and sleep for the fans. That is some dedication right there. I like it. About a minute and a half until they start. So people at home are supposed to queue up their 70.3 World Championship coverage that they have hopefully recorded, DVR'd, saved, or whatever means uh, uh, GoPro'd it. I don't know. Um, and they're going to get it ready, and then they're going to sync it up like we talked about, you know, Dark Side of the Moon style with Wizard of Oz, and have a good time with you and I. And this makes up for the lack I mean, of they, live coverage. They, no, I, I mean, they can if they want to. I have no idea what you're talking about. But uh, is this better? One? Yeah. Two. Or... One was definitely better, and you remind me of the eye doctor right now saying, which one, is better, one or two? Or t- two I can't even hear, so one is definitely better. Can't hear anything. Or one? One. Or two, or no difference. 
No difference. And can you tell me the smallest line you can read? <laughs> you know what? I actually have an eye appointment tomorrow, and I will be having to have that test e my follow-up. <laughs> E-L-O-G-F-R. I get mad when I don't get it right. <laughs> okay, so um, it looks like on uh, it looks like they're running coverage Long. from the full Ironman earlier this year. Yes, yeah, so this is the Mont Tremblant, the North American Championships that took place in August, um, and they're still wrapping this one up. We see a lot of people jogging it in the late night folk in the dark with their teams, their glow sticks, angel yeah. wings. Yeah, they're letting, what are these, the volunteers run in the last person or something? I thought that was cheating. They're dr they're, well, they're not in gorilla suits. So. They're pacing them. They're pacing her. They did pace her. <laughs> they totally paced her. <laughs> I find Throw that anyone out. who's finishing at that time of night, you can have a team of people running with you. That is not pacing. I'm sorry. <laughs> that <laughs> is help. <laughs> my, TV, my TV just switched over to... It was set to record uh, Tosh.0. Oh. <laughs> so I just lost it. Hold on. I got to go back over. Let's see. Seven. Well, seven, at least you're in a good TV. Okay. It just started, actually. So hurry up. I know. <laughs> There's a guy on a like a like one of those big wheels sliding on around on the, on the street. And uh, he uh, just got hit by a car. Yeah. On Tosh.0. On Tosh. Oh, look at Jan Ferdino. Go. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. Gonna be good. So seventy point three champs. We got oh, there's a guy in a in a wheelchair, a cycle, a bike cycle thing, or no, the hand one. Oh, Montreblanc looks so pretty. Emily, come here and look at this. Do you see this? Have you been there, Tony? No, I haven't. But oh I've had athletes. God. Look at that little village and all the colorful roofs, and oh. um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Whist what Whistler looked like. Oh, black gravel. Even feet. more classic, you know, uh, architecture and stuff. Okay. Look at those. So, those were socks. Did you see? He was he or she was wearing arm warmers that they got at the camping store. You know where you just buy socks and punch holes in them. That's my go-to. Okay, yeah. so I think there's a there little bit on. of delay because we have. I just saw the sock arm warmers. There's. See, I'm seeing. Oh, oh yeah. In the there's future, a, it's Texas. Yeah, you are actually. There's about. I'm thinking about a 10 second delay between what uh, you're seeing at first and then I get it second. Sloppy uh, seconds. Maybe catch up. <laughs> Um, so morning time, so I think it was pretty cold in the morning. It was, you know, in the 50s yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, They're so, showing attractive people getting numbered. You will be attractive too if you do this. And so I'm getting people putting stuff on their on their bikes in the bike rack area. Oh, there's um, Bazone. Bazone. Terenzo Bazzoni. Yeah. I actually just spoke with him uh, two nights ago. He's going to be on an Endurance Planet show coming up here soon. You're such a name dropper. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you go oh, there's Dave Mira. Oh, I'm so mad at him. Why are you mad at him? Uh, BMX legend. I know. He just he's so awesome, and he's in my age group, and he just he passed me at Galveston like I was. Oh, standing that's still. why you're mad at him. Oh, you guys I'm so are furious. The same age. Yeah. 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 Well, you know. Um, that guy definitely looks like he's got some anger and some sort of just, I don't know, Mira pure or the guy grit. just crushing the bike pump. Oh, that's a hockey player. That's him. There's some hockey player. Uh, Don Sweeney. Since I don't know who he is, people are going to be really mad. Oh, he looks it's, angry. 
Of course, they have to highlight a hockey player. I mean, it's a Canadian. Oh, it is. Can his face is all cut up. It looks like he's been in sword fights. Shocking to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that guy pretty much is burly looking. He's yeah. definitely been. I, is yours fights. caught up with mine? You see the same I guy? Don't, I'm seeing it. I think there's just a bit of a delay. He's kind of screwing around with his bike right yeah. now. Talking, looking back over his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. He's got on so, a cap. He's a Canadian hockey guy, eh? He was American. But he might oh, be from Canada. Well, I don't know. It's hard, you know. The Canadians, <laughs> those Canadians, come down and play the Canadian hockey in our U.S. So, Brett, well, everyone's kind of going around here and getting ready. What, who are some of your top picks, uh, guys and girls, going into this race? And were you correct in your assumptions? Um, I picked Ferdino because okay. he was a because he was in it. <laughs> That's a smart <laughs> reason. <laughs> so, did you foresee? Oh, and that I love watching Heather Jackson race. I like her smile. She's so cool. Yeah, she's got a big smile that yeah. will light up the world. She always looks like it's a freaking party going on. And, and that's partly because it's true in her life. I mean, when you're engaged to a guy like Wadi, yeah. you know, there's you're only ten feet away from the nearest party and social <laughs> gathering and brewery. See, I don't know about so. that. Is he? Yeah, he's some, he's like a party animal guy. Um, you know, I think a little bit he's been known to be that guy. Uh, I think, though, I think with um, Heather's injury this year, I think they, it sounds like they're both kind of laying low and just trying to make sure she would get back to good health. And it sounds like she is. She just won a race recently. Um, she just won a 70.3. Oh, the New, New Jersey, the new or the Princeton one. There's uh, Okay, so Mel Hostel. Oh, so, yeah, Heather Wartel. Yeah. Am I ahead of you? Yeah, a little bit. So this was like cool race for her, sort of hometown, being from Canada. Her and her hubs, Trevor. Trevor did the race as well. Uh, and Heather definitely, uh, I don't know if she actually chicked him in terms of time, but she chicked him in terms of rankings when all was said and done, that's for sure. <laughs> so, and now I've got, how do you say, Riff or Rife or what is her name? Reef. Daniela Reef. Look at that felt IA. She's got a special pink one. She's got one. a pink stripe on it. Is she I like from it. Switzerland? Um, yes. Oh, so yes. She's from the land of, um, what's her name? Just so she's everyone's dark horse now for Kona, but like, I think it's now not necessarily even a dark horse. It's just out there that this girl is the next best thing. And she's already proven that with Iron Man wins, wins here. It's craziness. All right. What are you seeing right now? Oh, Sebastian Keenley's walking in. And he's got his orca bag and his hat on sideways and his hair looking like he just came off of a Zoolander model shoot. I'm totally right. And, <laughs> and uh, let's see. Oh, now they're on for Dino. So, you know, I, I find it really interesting how all these people are killing it on specialized bikes with the, um, the non-integrated front brake. Mm. And... It doesn't seem to be making that much difference to have it integrated or not between the top end people. I don't know. I, I think if you're trying to save a few a minute or two, maybe it's important. But yeah, I don't know the technical aerodynamic yeah. stats for that kind of stuff. But it's it's amazing like how hung up we get on you know got to have this thing and, and risking our financial future to have the most aerodynamic thing, and then you see the people winning stuff with not. It's aerodynamic, but it's not the most aerodynamic thing available, which is nice, you know? 
Yeah, like I've been watching a whole bunch of old Kona specials this week uh, from the 80s. And, you know, the guys today are not going terribly faster than they were back then. Obviously, look at Mark Allen's, you know, marathon record and everything. And did you see the equipment that they were riding and using in those back then? Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't, it only take you so far. Yeah. The, um, good night, Kai. I love you. See you tomorrow when you're 10. Okay. How fun. Um, I always love birthday eves. I know. They're so cool. Okay, so they're showing the lake, and they've got motorboats and fog, so you can't see a damn thing, which I hate. And some cool goggles. It looks like the men's pro wave is wearing, like, neon green um, uh, swim caps, which is nice. So you can see these dang people out there. And they're doing a beach start. All end up looks very ITU-ish. Yeah, it does. It looks like <laughs> oh, a drone. There goes a drone flying off overhead. I hope it doesn't fall. Oh, a somewhere. guy dove in. Don't dive in now. No. What are you doing? Okay. <laughs> Tell us, old swim master, know, when do you no, dive? Keep running. Yeah, that guy dove way too early. Yeah, well, maybe. He, okay, is that is that Beth? Oh, what's her? Okay, now they got the women lined up. Yeah, that is Mary Beth Ellis. Is that what Mary you're Beth thinking? Ellis, yeah. She's yeah, a bad, she's a badass. You said it, and then I saw it. Yeah, I wish we were like to- in the same room together. That would be better. Uh, no, it would be better. How's your coffee? Oh, it's excellent. I'm halfway done. Somebody's doing butterfly. That's cray. Well, that's just no. They were that's just, just like the that. dolphin kick yeah, sort of. But it was you know, girls swim with so much better form than guys do. Like they look like so uh, much more graceful. Yeah, so guys when she just was like, doing it. It looked like she was actually doing butterfly. But well, there's like, a guy in like the front line. Looks like he's naked. He's like in a speedo. <laughs> he was like the only one not wearing a wetsuit, and he was just putting it all out there. Oh, good my. for him lining good up in the him. front. All right, are we on a commercial right now? Do you I'm have a commercial, on a commercial too? Commercial, but it's an Iron Man commercial. Um, now you get the gear. Oh, did you see the tweet from uh, Pete Jacobs saying that he and Iron Man CEO had made up? Oh, they kissed and made up? Yeah. I saw – well, so, so I wake up – like Iron Man and the triathlon talk is just like talk of the town in my house right now. So waking up to seeing the letter being posted to Andrew Messick of, you know, this is why my race at Zurich went like that and da-da-da. So what happened? What's the drama-rama? I didn't hear. Oh, I just saw the tweet. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a – I want to say something. All right, say something. It's your podcast. You're allowed to say something on your own Can podcast. Can I say something? <laughs> Can I say something? Okay, this is the way I feel, and I could be totally wrong. But the way Iron Man is saying that if you talk badly about Iron Man, we're going to dock you points and kick you out of races, mm-hmm. which was in that letter to the pros. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that Iron Man is in a position to say that to their athletes. Because, and I like to do comparisons, right? So you can find out like things that work and things that don't work. You just find it working somewhere else. So like if you're, if you're in the NBA, um, you shouldn't talk crap about NBA. They, they'll kick you out if you do too much of it, right? And they'll fine you and all this stuff. Right. Um, and that's okay because the NBA, the players are making a ton of money. And... They've got a union and all this other stuff going on, and that they, they don't want to mess up. What they, they've got a really good thing going, right? Mm. But you put a so you put a chill effect on talking about Iron Man when things aren't great, 
then you can't get any change. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, because you're not. So are you saying that uh, the pro athletes should start a union? Um, I don't know about that. I don't. I don't know enough about unions. But yeah, I'm just saying that Ironman's not in the position. They should be leading from instead of leading by fear. They should be leading by inspiration and like happiness and like people yeah. loving them. And coming down with rules, like if you talk badly about us, that's like somebody saying, that's like somebody, um, uh, and I'm just saying this is feelings, right? So not for real, but it's like somebody hitting their spouse and then saying, you can't tell anybody or else I'll punish you again. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the, um, if there's something really wrong, you do need to be able to tell people, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. In the case of the NBA, they can, the the Ironman's back on. In case of the NBA or the, N- or the NFL, yeah, you don't talk crap about the NBA or the, N- or the NFL. Can we you- talk about the race? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Okay. Well, because, ah. wait, wait, wait. You can't, you, it's, because, because it's so good. They're making so much time to money. talk about these phenomenal athletes. Okay. We'll talk. So these guys, the guys are swimming like 22 <laughs> just- something and change. And the girls were, you know, maybe a couple, the fastest girls were a couple minutes back from that, like 24s or so. Uh-huh. Um, somebody, training in the garage are you synced up yet uh not really oh is it the lady with the earrings yeah yeah the lady with the earrings she wears some nice pretty earrings when she races you know i've always wondered about girls wearing uh significant jewelry when they race and or makeup Mm -hmm. um yeah ladies i want to talk to you about that Well, you're not allowed to go off on a tangent. We have to talk about the race. <laughs> okay, this is age group start. It's a beach. It looks like Lemmings in the Disney movie. And now there's people walking in. Oh, it looks like there was there was only room for like, what do you think, like 40 or 50 across at the front. Yeah, yeah, not that many. Uh, so I'm wondering, let's see. So it looks like they let the men go off first. I always wonder what goes into deciding uh, the way starts and the order and ages and male versus female. Do you find, um, being a good swimmer like you are, do you find that you swim just as fast in freshwater lake swims as ocean? Yeah, there's hardly any difference. Really? See, I swim so much better in the ocean with the salty buoyancy, especially like in places like Kona where it's just like salt bath, basically. No, like you see that with... um like in the example with uh, poor swimmers when they use um, the pool buoy between their legs. Yeah. And it fixes them and they swim a whole lot faster. But if you swim pretty much the same speed with one or without one, that means you're a pretty good swimmer. That means your legs are already up. So there's no point in it as much. See, that's my weakness because I am that swimmer who swims much faster with a pool buoy. You need to uh, you need to tie your ankles together with like a handkerchief or something and learn to swim. Oh, I do the band stuff. You okay. know what Lucha taught me to do? You have you save your uh, tubes from when you get a flat, and oh, then you work. use it as a band, and then you're just using resources and not wasting. Okay, we have pro men, it looks like, running in. Yeah, Javier in the front with Jan. Wow, foreshadowing of events to come, right? That I, think we're like watching, I think we're synced up now. Yeah, and then is that a girl in third? No. Or is that a no? <laughs> it looks like a girl or a dude with long Guy. hair. Guys are so leaned out; they look like girls. It so looks like ITU set up right here. No, this is the future. ITU is going to start dominating. It totally is. Look how light on their feet they are. Yeah, Just- it's terrifying, actually, to see them do, especially transitions. Iron Man is next, right? 
Oh my gosh. Who is that? Who is that? In the green? Yeah. There's Tim Don putting yeah. on his helmet oh. thing. What's that? What's going That's on? Great. Is that is that Kinley's bike? Uh, I think we're having a little bit of a delay. Oh yeah, that is Kinley's bike for yeah. sure. It's all sitting there by itself. They're like, oh you know, tragedy. See, here's a testament to you you may, you know, at his level need to be able to kind of keep up on the swim, but you don't have to be the fastest. Granted, I, you know, no. we all know by now he didn't have the greatest day here, but traditionally speaking, he can get away with a slightly slower swim, but then I guess my argument against myself would be, is that going to change now that we're seeing these up-and-coming ITU Olympic guys yeah. starting to dominate? Like, there's just no room for yeah. lack of well, ability across all three. The women coming in, Jody Swallow um, and some definitely. other girl. And Jody's taking off on the bike. And um, trying to see those other people. Yeah, I was watching a video on YouTube from the... Um, the athletic director of the of the facility that coaches um, the Brownlee brothers, mm -hmm. and he was saying these guys now are just well. They used to be triathlon used to be you know single sporters that kind of are great at one thing and really good at other two things. And he said now they're all around. Yeah, they are triathletes now, and they're not you know runners turned this and that and the other. They're all right. around triathlete. Okay, Jody Swallows in first. Yeah, she swam. She was the only one to go sub 24 on the swim. She did a 23.59 just squeaking under. And then I think right behind her, that was Annabelle Luxford um, and Daniela Reef right behind her. So, you know, these women are, you know, neck and neck around 24 minutes or so. Okay, Pretty back to the commercial. Fast. Okay, back to, okay, you can resume what you're talking about. <laughs> I'll give you permission. Okay, so the thing, <laughs> things in the NBA and the NFL are good. Those guys make plenty of money. You know, they don't really have much to complain about. It's an established sport with like how much to play, you know, like game wise and, you know, what's going on. And there's enough transparency where you can kind of see what's going on. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, but Iron Man isn't paying their athletes enough to tell them to shut up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And for them to be OK with it. And there's competition. There's not, you know, in, in basketball, it's just the NBA. And in football, it's just the NFL. Right. But now but, we got like challenge and stuff. Is and that your triathlon, talking? you got yeah challenge, and that that's the other big player, right? But you've oh, yeah. Oh, got, yeah. you've got other smaller races. You got ITU. You know, people can just leave and do other stuff. And I mean, you could just leave anyway because it's not paying you anything in the first place, unless you're the best. You know, on one level, I think that is a testament to a lot of the pros out there because they just love it, they breathe it, it's all they want. That they're willing to kind of have. Uh, yeah. you know, just not uh, obviously like high paying career and all that, and yeah. they just want to kind of be the person who travels around races. It's not a glamorous lifestyle, yeah. but when you're like addicted to like that next um thing that you can achieve, I get it. I mean, I see it. I'm not that person myself, but I understand it. But you know, this year's definitely going to be a year of change when the relationships between the pros and Ironman and other race organizations and all that. I mean, I remember in 2010 they tried to do a similar thing with media. Uh, it was right when about when Twitter was really starting to get popular, it was really accessible to be able to tweet from your phone and Facebook from your phone and all that kind of stuff. And there was talk of Ironman, you know, wanting to filter. 
uh, don't tweet the race. We're only you're not allowed. To. <laughs> I remember like, that. Yeah, it was like how is that even going to be possible? Like yeah. you have you know families and friends that are yeah. going to be you know, tweeting about their f- family and friends and whatever. No, instead, so. you should say tweet the race. The race. Yeah. Is tweet about the race and and if you can, can you put in this hashtag about our blender in there? <laughs> That's what you do. You know, you leverage what exists. Okay, we're back. We are uh, back from Montreal. Who was that? Oh, that's Keenly. God, I like that. That we're going to see more and more of this integrated stuff on the front of the bike. I these, saw these the models. next model of that bike at Interbike this year. I was telling you about it the last time I was on your show. Man, uh-huh. it is a beautiful machine. I think that actually, John, is that the same bike? Yeah, it looks like it is, huh? What is he on? Is that a felt? The full camo. We got for what does Ferdino ride? Uh, Ferdino specialized. specialized I thought right? he specialized. Yeah, he's oh, you see that big S swish, yeah. um, and then the guy that he just passed was on a felt IA though. It was a, I th- oh that must have been Tim Reed. I'm thinking, who he passed. Tim Reed had a good day here. He was top ten. He was um, seventh. Sorry, I'm giving away all the secrets. What? Shoot. This already happened. Like, <laughs> this already happened. This is live. <laughs> I want my money back. NBC needs to get their stuff straightened out too. So what's up they with said Jan Ferdino's like custom paint job? Was that like supposed to be a camo thing, or is it just supposed uh, to be like hipster artsy? It looks kind of Tronish. It looks like a oh, like like working like a futuristic. machine. Yeah, I wonder whose call is that? Because his race suit, on the other hand, is very simple yeah, very to the classic. point. Yeah. He wears I like uh, Mario Cipollini and his like his anatomical muscle suits and stuff that he used to wear in his zebra print. Oh, so it actually had like the muscle, like what muscles were yeah. on his. Yeah. So I actually got a pair of pants that have those. <laughs> oh. And when it, when it finally gets cold, I'm going to start wearing to the, wearing to the gym when I, um, training my clients and they're going to be like, who are you? Why did I hire you? <laughs> so they're showing the girls on the bike and reef. They're showing her, um, they're doing a little photo montage of her just killing it all around the world. So she's an ITU superstar? Up and come, yeah, she's done some great stuff in ITU and is just sort of broken in the scene. So that's um, her on the felt DA with the pink yes, stripe? Yes, IA, IA, for I mean, sure. Yeah, and so she's got, um, she's got on a Red Bull helmet. Um, she looks like a normal, well-adjusted human in her interview. She doesn't look like a psycho <laughs> or depressed like she's over. Oh, just wait. Just wait. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wait till she comes undone training for Ironman. Like, wait I, till, I hate my life. Wait till she wins Kona, and then we'll really get a true... No, I'm just kidding. I did uh, talk to Jim Felt briefly about her and her bike, and he definitely had that look of, like, glow in his eyes. Just so being like, happy. oh, my God, she's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Oh, this, they're showing people swimming. Oh, there's bad swim form. People looking up at the sky and their freestyle, crossing over. Stop it. It's so critical. Oh, Man, no. you if we swam together, you would just tear my stroke Listen, apart. <laughs> first thing, try to make your heels break the surface of the water and your butt break the surface of the water. Don't overly try, but just try. And then make sure your toes are pointed back and your feet, your feet are together um, instead of splaying out sideways. And yeah, you, you will go f- much, much faster with very little effort. The other sport where I see toes splaying out sideways is running. Um, so, uh, so yeah, my right foot does that just a tiny bit. It drives me crazy. Tight crampy. hips. People. I broke my leg when I was a kid, though. Okay, they're showing age groupers getting out of the water. Somebody's cramping up. Or was Total that, slow-mo style. Wait, who's cramping? I'm missing Or it. was that a handicapped person? It, there, somebody was being lifted out of the water, but they were screaming. Oh, I think that might have been a handicapped uh, person. 
I was no. watching one of the Iron Man videos from like a few years ago, like maybe 2011, and all oh, the people like collapsing towards the end. You know, it's <laughs> it's so <laughs> it looks so horrible, but it makes you want to do it so bad. <laughs> I know, right? It's You're this like, weird. Oh, I want to feel that bad. Okay, so they're smiling, happy people running with their wetsuits. These are age groupers. Um, their life doesn't depend on this, so they're happy right now. And they are uh, going through, and there's some it female age definitely groupers. was cold. I mean, people are putting on long sleeves, um, well, stretchy pants. Yeah, but there's a lot of people in, um, you know, just uh, regular tri-kit and then arm warmers or arm coolers. They kind of double purpose. There's an old kestrel. Or is that a new cast room? Did you see the the photo montage of the people doing the 40th anniversary of the first ever triathlon? Oh, that I specialized is beautiful. The one that, uh, what's her face, is on the blue one that's got that cool paint job? Danielle. Melissa or... Hothschild. Oh, no, she's a specialized. Yeah, she's specialized. Yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. I love that bike that paint is... job. Yeah, uh, so if you guys didn't hear, I don't know if they're talking about, if they talked about this on the show, she actually had a torn pec tendon uh, like days before this race. It uh, was a kind of a freak thing, uh, and apparently it was related to her massage therapist. Um, wait, the bike doing, race on. John, James Kunama's on the ground. Patrick oh, this Lange. is It's showing their James country Kunama. flags so their countries can know. <laughs> so, oh, there's some gnarly gashes. Did you see, totally um, took him out of the race. Did you see uh, the photo that, whoa, that whoa. Jody Swallow posted of him with his ass Yes, it up? was slight porn. I am not, not lying. See, I didn't see it that way, but apparently it was. You girls. It was very. It. it was very, very. Hey, man, you see like a naked man, you know, at least just covering the vitals. And the vitals? That is, <laughs> bottom, you was he covering his bottom bracket? <laughs> Look painful. Jody, your oh, man, man is back. He's hurt. Jody. It's probably better that she didn't know because then she doesn't well, have isn't to worry. Well, is she going to pass him? She's going to pass. He's, already, he's up ahead, right? Oh, that's a good point. What is, and they're showing him, how old is Mary Beth Ellis? Isn't she like 40? Yeah, she's... Um, she's a... Where's she from? Uh, she's American. Okay. So for the record, I have John and my mom sitting next to me right now. And uh, I had to drive over to my parents' house in order to make this happen because we do not have TV and we didn't have uh, streaming coverage of this from our house. So I'm getting to watch this on a nice, uh, lovely HD screen complete with dinner. <laughs> USA is leading at 20.5 miles into the bike. Ben, ben Collins. Collins. Just got to say. You know what? If I knew, I probably didn't couldn't hold on on the run, and I knew I was able to bike in some in front of some of these guys. I would want to get in the lead just so I could be in first place for a while. Mm -hmm. You know, especially yeah. against some of these gnarly dudes. That yeah, yeah it's a good call. The very the very few times that I've been in the lead of like a small race, that's all I think about is I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning. <laughs> <laughs> and then when somebody passes me, I go ah. Oh, oh, oh. That was. <laughs> That was fun. Yeah. Oh, man. Before I, I learned that my swim was actually doing me in and I was trying too hard, I would get way up in front of, because I would be doing like smaller and shorter races, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I, um, I don't think I was ever leading a full-on triathlon from the beginning after getting out of the water, like after transition. I, but yeah. I'd be up towards the front, you know, and then uh -huh. on the run, I would just get 
and I would do okay on the bike and be passed on the bike by some, a lot of people. But then on the run, I would just get just decimated. It was so humiliating. Yeah. I'd rather be slower, a slower swimmer and catch people throughout the whole race than be just passed and passed and passed and passed. Because in the, in the water, you don't really realize you're passing other people or that you're in front of a whole bunch of people. And so it, you don't get that motivation, you know? Right. Yeah. It's See, I've always been kind of the opposite uh, position from you. Being a weaker swimmer, I get out of the water fairly far back, and then I'm motivated to, like, to start catching, 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 and yeah. passing, passing, passing. I, I like it. It's, it's kind of so a motivating much better. thing. Yeah, it's really? so much better. Yeah. Yeah. So Ben Collins ended up riding a 205, which ended up not even being the fastest split. There are some guys that were going 204s, including <laughs> – have you kind of done a little bit of homework on this guy, Lionel Sanders? Uh, amazing no. dude. Um, we just got to get him to swim. He, he needs some swim lessons from you because his bike and run combo was lethal. I mean, it was right there, uh, but his swim was lacking, and it put him out of the podium for sure. Oh. Um, but he had a 204 – Joe Gambles, Tim Reed, and then Ben Collins, USA. In fact, it looks like Ben Collins still ended up being first USA male overall, uh, right behind him being Jesse Thomas. Um, so, if people still- want really, really good swim coaching, what's her name out of Austin? I went and I did a podcast with her over oh, back cool. to the race. And she's got the full endless pool set up with video cameras, and she used to coach the women's swim team at UT. And um, which is no joke. And um, QT two systems. Swimming <laughs> more butterfly. Yeah, look at that. Okay, so we're back. Are we back? Yeah, we're back. Okay, we're back. And we're back. Okay, there's Jody killing it. She has no idea her man's down and posting nude pictures of himself on the internet. <laughs> and then oh, there's Reef passing her on the bike. So I didn't know that Jody wasn't like a really good biker, like a strong biker. I was reading this profile of her. Maybe it was on um, Torsten's thing. I mean, relatively speaking, right? Right, right. Yeah, totally relatively. So, (laughs) but like killer swimmer, killer runner. Yeah. And then uh, got into the bike, right? I just assumed that that because of her mentality is so like balls to the wall. Like I just figured she was a psycho biker, you know? Yeah. Well, I knew she was a swimmer first, but I I figured she was a, a swimmer biker and then not so much a runner. I didn't know she was late to the biking game. And so she's trying to get more power on the bike. Yeah, and, you know, sometimes you got to play that game of, you know, you, if you know it's your weakness, you can't expend too much. If you want to be able to run the run, you're able to yeah, off of it. So exactly, yeah. Um, Joe Gambles was back this year. He uh, definitely was not uh, in the mix um, in Kona last year. But he'll be – so he's – double whamming again, doing 70.3 Worlds and then following that up with Kona here shortly. So uh, something he hadn't done for a while. It's good to kind of see him. There's Dave Mira doing inverted flips all over the place. I follow this guy on Instagram. It looks like his kids just did some sort of triathlon or race the other day. Do you follow him on Instagram? Yeah, he is so badass. Your creepy swim picture the other morning creeped me out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> lake darkness. Yeah. yeah. Was that really a lake or was that a that's pool? A po- that's a pool. But there's no lights and there's no lane ropes and there's no lanes. Oh, man. There's a guy coming out of the water on crutches with one leg. That is so badass. So amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, see, I just yeah people at my office will be like, I could never do that. And I'm like, dude, there's people with no arms and no legs that do this somehow. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you, if you want to, there is. And they just look at me blinking like crap. <laughs> okay. Um, who who is this? Uh, is it Sebastian Keenley? Yeah, Keenley is back on. Are you ahead of me now? No, oh, I'm not ahead a, of you. Somebody's got a flat. I'm they got a flat. Definitely not ahead of you. Oh, no, See, my secret wish is that even though Sebastian didn't have the greatest day here at 70.3 Worlds, he did it on purpose because he's saving it for Kona. Because I'm a huge uh, fan of his, and I want to see him lay it out there at Kona this year. I want to see that guy win because I want to see all the food that he eats afterward. That in itself is an endurance event. So, <laughs> Triathlon <laughs> dreams with Tawny Prezak. <laughs> it's true story. He has to at least get top five so I can watch him in the post-race press conference just chowing down. Who's on the, who is that back on the Scott? Oh, Major Tuck. Who is that? Is that a girl? I'm so not on the same, same like wavelength as you right now. There's Ferdino. We can pick out Ferdino. Okay. Yeah, no. Oh, the scenery is so beautiful. It's not that far of a drive from the East Coast right up there, right? Like maybe a few hours or so? Yeah. From like New York area, mm -hmm. D.C.? Washington. That girl's got a lot of armpit hair. Or that's a guy. Let's hope it's a girl. I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's not very arrow. No. No, I'm shaving my legs for major races from now on from those wind tunnel studies. Well, why haven't they've... you started yet? What, what, what is there to hold um, back on? I got into bike racing through mountain biking first. Oh, mountain bikers don't shave. Yeah. yeah. It's a sign of weakness if you shave your legs in mountain biking. Yeah, totally. And yeah. you have to wear, like, the baggy pants and, Well, you know. yeah, sort of. Baggy shorts, kind of. Baggy shorts, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, carry a cliff bar in your pocket. <laughs> have or a, some trail mix. <laughs> a couple of pine cones in your beard. Some peanut butter on your forearm. It just Sounds like an ultra runner, too. <laughs> it's not much different. I know, right? Yeah, that's the lure. Okay, who, okay there's Reef. The road conditions here, I'm trying to tell if... Because, you know, it was a really fast race, but... Um, the course oh, itself so is not easy. There's definitely right, yeah. some hills. It's not a flat yeah. course. Okay, so I have a theory on this, that okay. um, the person that won beat the person that got second because the person that won is a smaller guy, and the person that got second is a bigger guy, and the pros are finishing up the bike right now, and they hurl the bikes into the, into the, into the staff. And mm -hmm. um, because the run was hilly... Yeah that that made the second place person come in second oh they got to rack their own bikes yeah so watch this there's a, something that's going to go on in transition with the yeah. men that's quite interesting because they have to put things in certain spots they can't just like throw it like we're used to doing they all have to go in the buckets yeah yeah. yeah. there's Terenzo yeah looking fit Tim Don Man. just threw something yeah so Tim Don just threw something keep an eye on that because that's yeah. going to come back and bite him in the booty Watts. Yeah. oh shit and let Tim Reed, that's the one in the Speedo. Uh -huh. um, Javier Sebastian. is just flying like the wind straight out of transition. Mm -hmm. You're, I know you're ahead of me right now, so sorry if I'm saying how. this. Because in we the were past. caught up a minute ago. Keenley's pretty far back. Oh, they didn't show it. That's annoying. Uh, they had another thing that they posted online of like an eight minute or so recap of the race, and it was. Tim Reed and um, Tim Don both didn't get their like their transition like their helmets and stuff in their bucket, so they had to, they were told by a um, race a race um, referee or uh, whatever 
that they needed to go back, put their stuff away, and then leave. <laughs> Otherwise, they were going to get uh, yeah. some sort of penalty or something. So, I mean, well, thankfully, it obvi- I mean, Tim Don, had, you know, really didn't screw up his race, um, nor Tim Reed for the most part. But thankfully, they were allowed to go back and do that, and it didn't get too late, and they didn't get a penalty in time. Yeah. Well, we're on a commercial on. now, so maybe it... Maybe they'll talk about it later, and we're not listening to the audio, so maybe. They- no, I know that's a, I, the, so we're watching this for the first time, zero audio. So I, I'd be curious, mom, are you recording this on DVR? Okay, cool, because I want to go back and actually watch it. Because the the special <laughs> they had on before this was very stylized audio. Yeah. yeah. So right now we have our first two listeners of this podcast. Uh, my mom again, my mom and John and well actually my dog too, if you can't hear her, but she already fell asleep. Are we doing that bad of a job? <laughs> <laughs> so dog some coffee. Dogs don't want I'm watching coffee. a Wendy's commercial for, for pulled pork. Oh, so we have the same commercials. I have that commercial up too. Yeah. Wall brewery or wall something there's a brewery commercial on? Dudes with yeah, beards. Dude stroking his beard. Against the no, grain Wall free. is a shaving company. Yeah. It's a, mm, yeah, it's a shavers. and barley and beards. Oh, my. <laughs> my boyfriend brewed beer this morning with his brother-in-law. Oh, yeah? Are they What hot? did you guys brew? They brew an, brewed an IPA. When will that be ready? Seven to nine days. So if anyone oh. wants some fresh IPA and you're in Southern California, well, I will not be here, but... Um, I was telling my friend that in California... You, this is a long time ago, that they have hemp ale from Humboldt Brewing Company. Does it get you high? <laughs> it's him. <laughs> and he was, and this guy's a brewer, right? He, like, he makes stuff in his garage. He's like, dude, we should buy, a, we should get a bag of weed and make, make like, um, make a pot beer. Well, that's a, basically and, what like hops are. I know, right? And so we started thinking about it. And I was like, man, that'd be really cool. And then we decided not to. Yeah, it's probably not a good idea. Yeah. It's not a good idea. There's a reason someone hasn't started doing that at this point, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I bet you're um, in Colorado now you can. Okay, Ferdino's back on and he's running. Uh, God, that I'm dude. I'm so has jealous. It hasn't running. started for – I'm still on the John Deere commercial. Okay, yeah. now here we go. Okay. I saw him running at Oceanside this year, and this year he actually broke Andy Potts' streak. Andy was on track to win his fifth Oceanside, but Jan stole it away and <laughs> ran away with the win, and Andy had to settle for second. But still a classy guy, nonetheless. I'm a big Andy Potts fan. There's some volunteers. The run course looks real pretty. Looks nice. Jan uses a lot of arm when he runs. Look, uh, uh, Gomez does too. Gomez looks a little bit more like controlled in his upper body. Like Jan seems like he's like thrusting himself. I mean, don't, <laughs> trust me, I'm not crit- criticizing his run by any means, but he looks like yeah. he's. Like, <laughs> I can should, do better than that. You should run up next Duh. to him and keep up and then tell him what he's doing wrong. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but so. Watch uh, his hips too, how they're just so stable. You know, a lot of us, we get our race photos back and our hips are like at these weird angles and looking cray cray. Um, Watch some of these guys, you know, pause your screen and watch them run and pause them and see how strong they are in their core, including the hips when I say that. All right, so you're obviously, you've seen Danielle Reef go out on the run, and Jody, you're way ahead of me at this point. You already know who wins. And oh, blah, blah, the race blah. is already over. They're packing up their bags <laughs> and the bike boxes or getting on the plane. Oh, they're making somebody put their helmet back in. Who oh, so they did. Okay, that's Mary Beth Ellis. 
She's no, got it's um she's like a little bit shorter, but she's just muscle to me. I look at her and she's just so ripped, especially the pictures that and videos and stuff that Siri Lindley posts of her. I got Heather uh Wartell leaving now. See, I like it that they're making they're making them put their bikes up themselves and put their stuff in a box because yeah. the impression that comes across when they come into the transition area and throw their bikes at oh, the receivers, it's so Chaos it's such life. a turnoff. I swear, yeah. it, it make I know they're doing it to race, and it and to them it matters to you know hand the bike off that fast, but it looks terrible as far as it and makes them look so poor volunteers. It makes them look so self centered. And yeah, the volunteers are just like taking the brunt of it, like getting literally like I saw people at Kona last year because that's where I stood for, I don't know, maybe eight hours yeah. <laughs> um, at T2. And the volunteers were getting like clobbered by yeah. the pros that were I mean, there was like straight up carnage of people falling over handlebars wreck. Oh, gosh, yeah. you're right. I mean, pros and age group, they just kind of get in that zone and they just have no care now they're catching the bikes for the age groupers oh yeah because age groupers we're not mature enough to do it ourselves <laughs> well, somebody hurled a bike somebody just ghost rode it in this into somebody and they caught it successfully well yeah i saw that that's cool dude that's like Lucky. what a, a 10 plus thousand dollar bike no big deal it's all about well, yeah. getting I mean, a got- sub two minute t2 i don't care if i ruin my ten thousand dollar bike <laughs> they, um, it's worth it <laughs> well yeah and i'm like for the top pros they come off the bike and they throw their bike at whoever you know and then the person only half catches it and they fall to the ground half the time and it's a ten thousand dollar bike you know and i'm sure the bike sponsor is like uh hey come on <laughs> Hey, it's no worse than airplane or airline to treat them right. Yeah. Although, that, have you ever had a problem with your bike and traveling? <laughs> Are you what? kidding? Did I, miss, did I miss something on the Zen got, podcast? Yeah, I got it lost both ways to Spain. Oh, I do remember that now, yeah. actually. That was and last then Emily year. got hey. hers lost. That was a spring. It was a spring. Man, there's yeah. so many podcasts. I feel like that was like two years ago that I, I listened to that. That was so beautiful there. Um. <laughs> Yeah. So um, they're back to the hockey guy yeah. who has like eighty scars on his face. Yeah, doesn't he look like he's he looks like his face has been reassembled from pieces from other people. That's hockey for you. He's yeah. got some glutes tough, on him. Tough, tough dudes. He's yeah. got the glutes. He does have hey, glutes. Speaking of glutes, is it true that David Beckham is <laughs> racing cone this year? <laughs> or is he not? I mean I've been I hearing think, I think the ladies might know a whole more whole lot more David Beckham rumors than guys do. Is okay, racing who's that? I need to know. Who's on the Cervelo? There's a Japanese pro that they were showing for last year's race. Oh, this is Nasha Pel- Pelicano. Oh, she looks a little... Wait, you're talking about the girl on this... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Oh, it's her. But what's okay. reminding me is, see how, how her jersey's just the tiniest bit loose on her instead of mm-hmm. tight? The, the Japanese pro from last year, um, female... Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching, yeah, Montreal last year. Um, her jersey's like flapping in the wind, you know, and I'm like, oh, that's so that's a that's probably that. a couple minutes over that over the, that race. Because they say you, your clothing actually matters more than your bike if yeah. it doesn't fit. Yeah, it's actually, yeah. believe it or not, the cheaper things that you can control are actually the more effective things when it comes to aerodynamics. Yeah. The more expensive things aren't, you know, you're then you're really splitting hairs. Yeah, yeah. 
It's um, leg hair, helmet. Oh, Ferdino. I've got Ferdino and Gomez. Is that Gomez riding, running side by side? This is the good stuff right here. Yeah. They're at 15 kilometers. They're going across a crosswalk. Their form, I just am like jaw dropped on like how strong these guys look after knowing, you know, especially after a couple interviews I've done with some of these guys who are pros who did this race and the way they said that even these two guys included were pushing it on the bike. Um, you know, I interviewed uh, Trenzo Bazzoni, which will be released here at some point. Um, and he said he was just getting trashed by these guys, yet they were still able to run like the wind coming off the bike. It was crazy. Yeah. So that now they're going uphill, and you can see Gomez. That's my theory, because it was a hilly race. Oh, Gomez okay. Now this is making sense. Gomez He's has the advantage, because it's... Go, you, yeah. you like those little Spaniards, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you like my review. <laughs> yeah. hey man i like that our our minds are in the same spot you know no one else had him on there no, no one knows what we're talking about right now yeah. but no one else had him picked so i gotta give some janos yeah. love um wait why did you just flash to mark allen they're they're the racers while they're running are running so hard they're having mark allen flashbacks <laughs> and they don't even know where they are right now. They think they're in Hawaii. No, you can tell that this is a half hour man, the way that they're running. They, I mean, they are. No, if I saw just... this, I'd think it was an open half marathon. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a 10K. <laughs> At least that's yeah. how normal people They're just people destroying run. that run. Now we're on some dramatic. Look at these commercials. Is this what runs in Canada? <laughs> We've got a lot of lumberjack stuff. That right? girl had a mullet. Like, for we... sure. Okay, wait. There was trimming your beard, and now there's like chainsaws. It's next going to be snow plows and polar, <laughs> polar bears. Oh, here's an ad for Spartan Race. Oh, what? I haven't gotten to yeah, that Yeah, Spartan one Race is on good. after this. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. They must have a they, – they're legit, man. This is the first of these ads I've seen. Um, Joe uh, DeSena, the founder of Spartan Race, uh, that guy is crazy, but I say that in a good, loving way because... Yeah, I heard not, an interview with him. It was pretty good. Yeah, he's gnarly, the things that he's done. Well, he's done Ironmans and stuff, right? He's done like 18 in a row in like an 18-day period. Like He's oh, done yeah, yeah, some yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy, crazy stuff. I had him on my show, um, I think it was this year or late last year. I can't he believe did, He's done a couple things that I was like, oh my God, this dude's like legit, like... Yeah. Navy SEAL type badass, right? Like he's he's done didn't he do like a triple Iron Man or a double Iron Man yes, or something? It's like triple. That? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Triple. He's That's got that nuts. book Spartan Up. So if we need to figure out how to Spartan up our lives, there is a book for that. So now they're showing elderly <laughs> people unable to stand. I'm on Smokey the Bear. People that really? I don't have yeah. that. I've got people putting on this must be Texas oriented. We can't stand up, so we need <laughs> we need braces. <laughs> I'm on Smokey the Bear because all California does is burn down. <laughs> yeah. Did you know? You ready for this? Yeah. Sm it's Smokey Bear, not Smokey the Bear. Oh well, you know what? You're right. I know. Hashtag Smokey Bear hug. It's the hashtag Smokey Bear hug. Everyone. That's a little okay. pedophile kind of thing. <laughs> that is creepy. Hug the bear. <laughs> Mommy, I think the guy in the suit is like 45 years old. There was a, a old Saturday, yeah, the Saturday Night Live skit with um, it's like Boy Scouts yeah. and <laughs> with Alec, uh, yeah, Alec, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, <laughs> pretty accurate to Alec Baldwin. He was like in real stroking life. his furry chest and stuff. Oh, is it, was it Adam Sandler? Or no, it was the other guy that was in it. Um, the one that looks like Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're back to the race. I'm sure yeah. you already Danielle Reef is. Uh, yeah, 
Her tri-suit, man, that looks like it's pretty hard to put on. It's just like one... I, I didn't even think I saw a zipper in the back. Maybe there is. Okay, there's Jody Swallow trying to kill it out there. You, I think you have a secret girl crush on Jody Swallow. Um, no. Not, you talk I, about I've, it. I've noticed that I'm just really inspired by badass chicks. Like, oh, that's fair. Yeah. So what? I like that. these girls are chopped liver. It's all just Jody Swallow. No, like Angela Nathan, Jody Swallow, and and you. Yeah, and they're like, definitely your favorite like, girls. Well, I don't well, know. No, but like like um. Let's talk about them a lot. We need to well, get. Well, they're the only ones that have been on my show. <laughs> we need to get Emily on the line and have a discussion about this. No, they are. Um, I just love seeing it like that when girls do it. Not as good as the guys, but even better. You know what I mean? Yeah. As yeah. inspirational to other girls, like you can be this badass. It's so awesome to see him do it. There's a girl that I work with in my office that could just beat the crap out of everybody. They it's must awesome. be doing a interview with Heather Wartell right now, huh? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot so, of Heather Wartell coverage going on. So she won six Ironmans, you said, in your <sighs> write-up. Is that what I said? I think so. <laughs> And yes. you said that Canada is her hometown because all of Canada is all one town. <laughs> well, there's only a population of 10. So wherever you live, it's like technically your hometown. No, I put uh, Jody Swallow on the phone with Emily. They talk to each other. Oh, that's good. Yeah. They're aware of each other's existence. That's important for your sake. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> oh, they're showing her winning Clearwater yeah. back in 2008. Yeah. Or is it 2008? Oh, man, no. I'm... No, like I met when I met Chrissy Wellington... Like I was mm-hmm. like, holy crap! I never met a girl that that was that intense about sports, right? Yeah, she's gnarly. Where'd yeah. you meet her? Uh, in Boulder, just ran, ran into her, and and she was On so purpose. so intense about about training and racing, and then um, and I was like, this is really amazing that people can be wired this way, you know? Yeah. And um, and then Jody Swallow was the exact same way. Like the way she talks about, um, you know, like what's your strategy for this race? She goes, I go full speed. I go winning speed until I can't go anymore. So can I let you in on a little hint then? Um, yeah. There's other things in women and our psychology and craziness that you can correlate with that type of personality. <laughs> yeah. What? It's just, I mean, we don't need to go into it now, but there's a little, that OCD thing carries over into more than just sport. I mean, yeah. I see it a lot. Uh, I've definitely worked with some, pr- yeah, there's a lot of psychology in this sport, and it's really kind of interesting to do a little bit of. Do um, they end up being either triathletes or prosecutors? Uh, no, I'm talking more about, like, the control and things that they do in their life in general as well. Uh, I mean, Jody Swallow, for example, talking about her struggles with eating disorders and oh, everything, yeah. like. It just you know, there's a. I think there's a reason why they do so well at the sport because it's like an all or nothing sort of thing. Yeah. Bob Scott, that's who I'm staying with in Kona. Yeah, look at him go. He, no, I'm literally actually staying in the same condo with that guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's my roommate in Kona. John, that's our roommate. I got to get in touch with him. He needs to give me a ride from the airport. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how cool. The um. Speaking of. Older people from faraway places. This evening, it, people think College Station's in the middle of nowhere, but we have this major uni- research university here from people all over the world. On my street, I suddenly had to get out of my car and give la- a lady instructions on how to get to the grocery store, and she had trouble understanding me because she only speaks Farsi. 
Yeah. How do you get by? I, I don't I don't understand. I mean, here we see it more, uh, you know, with like day workers coming up from Mexico and stuff. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, and it's yeah, it's got to be tough. I, I don't know. Farsi seems even more tough. Can you get the charger? to? Yeah. To me, I thought she was she was really elderly. So I thought maybe she had lost her mind. and was just speaking gibberish and like taking too much medication. <laughs> Well, well no, you like, are from Texas, aren't no, you? No, I thought she had. I've, I've spent enough time in retirement homes to, um, with taking care of my grandparents and stuff, and yeah. other people's grandparents, to know. Sometimes people are, are off their medications or took too much, or they've gotten out of their hole. Okay, so uh, go. So Javier still's running. Uh, uh, my TV, he's already won. Oh shoot! <laughs> you ruined it for me. Okay, so how far behind was? Um, Jan. Jan. So Jan ended up going a 342.11 while Javier went 341.30. And, and their splits oh were maybe just over a minute apart. Javier did a 109.27. Jan was a 110.36. So, and see um, Jan running with his statuesque figure lurching down the highway there. See, I think so at the tall. end of the day, he obviously, again, amazing runner. But Javier to me looked just a little bit more controlled well, in his upper body. Com- He's more compact. Look at look at. I think that's what it comes down to, huh? Yeah, yeah because these big guys. Look at, yeah, look at look at the difference in their height is crazy. They're totally different body size, and so he can't yeah. run as compact and and as efficiently because he has to. Tim Don. Tim Don's um, killing it coming in and. And you know he just followed that up with his first Ironman win, literally uh, at Ironman Majorca this past weekend. And there's uh, Lionel Sanders that you were talking about. Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Don't it, get it wrong. It's Colonel um, Sanders. No, like um, <laughs> when 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 somebody uh, you know that you encounter is speaking like something that you don't understand. They're not making sense. Oh, this is the Farsi. Yeah, you need to be aware <laughs> that they might have left the house and their children were taking care of them, and they don't know that they're left. And they Danielle don't know where, where looks they like are. she got kind of stiff at the end of the run. Sorry. There's Joey um, going. She's running. The, didn't Daniela look like she stiffened up a little bit on the run? She uh, kind of got that like not lean, like she's starting tell. to lean back a little bit. Yeah, I want to talk to her about that. <laughs> Let's talk to her about that. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna find her and come and be like, hey, like that last like 5k of the run, were you really starting to feel it? I could I could kind of see was were those two Ironmans that you just did catching up with you? I understand. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off again. I just wanted oh, to make like, sure. We're taking care of my granddad, and he had um, um, dementia really bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes he thought he was in Tennessee. Sometimes he thought, we're always on our way to Luby's, he thought. <laughs> and, um, or he was, you know, kind of lost in time sometimes. But you wouldn't know it just looking at him. So when somebody's not making sense, like, uh, so I started asking questions. Like, and then I, I, because Farsi is such a different language than ours. Oh gosh, it, it, yeah. It, it sounded like just complete gibberish, you know. And I, and so I started saying, "Do you speak English?" And then she finally goes, "No, no, uh, Farsi." And I was like, "Oh!" And I thought to myself, "You're not crazy." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Where are you trying to go?" You know. And finally, our grocery store here, a big one's called H E B. Now we're in a wilderness store. There's a stuffed bobcat. Oh yeah. Lots of camouflage. Wait, is this? Oh. Um, it's a uh, Bass Pro Shops, I guess, is the commercial. Yeah, I think I've dri- no. There's another one that I drive by sometimes when I'm Lockable on road trips. Lockable foot lockers that you can stand on. Oh my! Oh, gosh. you can wear a NASCAR shirt 
while pulling your boat trailer and go buy some so ammo. Hick. <laughs> they have a NASCAR guy. Wait, was I that don't know him? what he's wearing. Oh. Uh, okay. Now, we're, quick... now we got a commercial with nerds. Now we all got on quick and our, loans. Our headgear. Yeah, and our reading glasses and our ties, taking selfies on double monitor computers. Um, so talk, fun. Talking about loans. Got to get some Hashtag loans. selfie. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Oh, is this Dave Mirror again? Now we got a BMX or flying on no, the skateboard. I wish next time we do this, we have to do it in person because this like lack of this like 30 second delay is like driving i me. like it i think it's an advantage for me. you feel like you have like the edge huh yeah. you like kind of know a little bit more than i do about yeah. all this <laughs> you you're one up in me on it yeah maybe next time i'll be on the east coast so i'll have that oh like, well we're probably it's, commercials are probably over yeah i have something i wanted to say about iron man um okay. who is this this is reef Running. I'm not there yet. I um, failed. Oh yeah, that's Reef. So See, it looks like she's kind of stiffening up a little bit. She's yeah, trying her right to, shoulders up. This is her totally digging deep. Riff. Reef. Riff. I think I've had it confirmed that it's actually Riff. Okay. We have it confirmed. It is confirmed. It is confirmed. I got Wortley, Swallow, and Riff. I think Torsen is making me feel like I need to like do all this special pronunciation stuff, so I'm like over pronunciating words now. <laughs> we got the we got the ski lift trams running while the race. See, is going. that kind of reminds me of what Whistler looked like too in the village area. They had everything kind of like the ski lifts and gondolas like starting from the village. Oh, look at her go! Yeah, she looks badass. And. Of course, we're sponsored by Subaru. We got lots of Subarus laying around because this is the land of Canada. Okay. And you need the all-wheel drive. And I have a Subaru Outback, and I love it. Yeah, it awesome. is the best car. Okay, here comes Wortelly. Wortel. Wortelly. Wortel. Wortel. Wortel, not the turtle. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Her husband just got a uh, third place at Chat. Chattanooga? No, is it fifth place or third place? Shoot. Um, Chattanooga this past weekend. So they just go back and forth. Either they're doing a race together or she's doing one or he's doing one because next now up it's Kona. I stood next to Heather's mom um, on the pier at Kona last year. She was the sweetest lady and she was waving this little Canadian flag. Oh, she was so sweet. It like all of a sudden made me like the biggest Heather and Trevor fan ever. <laughs> <laughs> She lives in the same town as all the other Canadians? Right, of course. Right. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> the North Pole? <laughs> the North Pole. <laughs> Man. Oh, my God. Who, that guy is having a rage session with his testosterone. Okay. And people jumping across the finish line with way too much energy. Total. You do get Car a really, you get a nice burst of energy when you cross the finish line. So what are your thoughts on doing, like, handstands and cartwheels and all that, though, on a finish line? I like the lady that's crying right now. That's pretty awesome. She's got some major – oh, no, there's another one that had, like, lots of snot coming oh, out of it. Oh, I like the dude dragging his hand cycle with one leg. That dude is a bad ass. I want to hang out with him. How – whoa. So did he – wait, he didn't, like – why is he – did he just have the – wouldn't want to stand up and cross the finish line? That guy beat Dave Mirra, just saying. Okay, so um, <laughs> maybe okay. So either that guy wanted to show that he crossed the finish line on his feet, 
or foot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, out of or respect. Or his bike broke down, maybe. His hand cycle broke down. Because there's no way he did 13.1 miles standing, hopping like that. Not that fast. No, no way. Okay. That's awesome. There's oh, Dave. man, this is getting me so pumped up to watch this live in Kona this year. I know. Mm-hmm. You're going to have so much fun. You're going to have to make it out there one year. We could do some pretty awesome coverage. I'm one of those people that doesn't want to go until I qualify, though. Oh, see, I'm the opposite. Now I'm afraid to qualify because I have too much fun. Sorry, that was my dog barking. Oh, it's all right. I'm surprised <laughs> mine, mine hasn't yet. He barks at everything. Hey, that... Oh, never mind. That's not who I thought it was. <laughs> now we got the Canadian, eh? The hockey player? Eh? Scarface? Yeah. Sorry, he's actually... Scarface. Pep- <laughs> he's going to go viral guy. that you called him Scarface. Scarface. Not the same Scarface that we all knew and There's grew up There's Fred on. Silverblatt. Whoever, I don't know who that is. He must be a big deal. Where's Bob Scott, my roomie? I want to see Bob Scott finish. I can't believe that. So it's just a small world, right? Maybe not when you're in triathlon. Nah, it's not. Yeah. All of a sudden you find out everyone knows everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's Bob Scott. He's on. He's coming. Oh, see, I knew it. Yes, go Bob. Man, he can run. Holy crap. He I think it was 70-74 um, age group. Yeah, that's how I look when I finish. See how he's about to fall, collapse right there? And he's had like, all these people hold him up. Yeah, and his female counterpart in the 70-74 women, Sherry Greenfield, she also won her age group. Um, have you ever looked at the Ooh. race results for Sherry Greenfield before? Uh-uh. She, you need to look this up on our website. Like, You're going to just have your jaw drop on what she's accomplished in her career. She's quite the impressive woman. Look at all these Americans that won the age group. Uh... I don't know why. They're... Oh, wow. Yeah. Age but group. These aren't all the age groups. These are just some of them. I think they're just, are they just highlighting the Americans? 80, well, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Bob Scott was 80 plus. I, I apologize for that. Oh, it just cut. It just did a cold cut over to the Spartan race. Oh, so I geez. guess we can see a little bit of that while we're wrapping up. So John Hirsch, my buddy, tro, pro triathlete. Tro yeah, prath- yeah. Tro athlete. He, um, <laughs> <laughs> How's that coffee treating you? <laughs> hey, there's Joe DeSena. That's We're your friend. That's the guy. I mean, I've never. I'm not really friends with him. He's too. He scares me. <laughs> yeah. Anybody that's on a triple R man is psychotic. Yeah. Um, anyone who starts Spartan races is psychotic too. The um, what was I going to tell you? He about uh, oh John Hirsch wrote this tro- really cool. Tro-prathlete. My tro athlete best friend. Friend. <laughs> <laughs> your BFF. He press, just got engaged this year, right? Yeah, yeah. We were there when he did it. It was cool. Oh, cool. On a mountaintop in Spain. Um. He uh, he wrote a blog post saying that right now the current state is a pro triathletes. He was a musician. He was a punk rock lead singer. Uh huh. Um, he's a lot like um, what's his name? I run shirtless guy. Oh, AJ Balco. Yeah, AJ Balco. He he was the front man for a punk band. Oh, cool. Um, in on the East Coast, and the uh, he said that pro triathletes right now are a lot like musicians. And Iron Man is a lot like um, a record company, a record label, in that mus- musicians, and you were saying this earlier, um, triathletes will do triathlon for the love of triathlon. And musicians will always be making music for the love of making music. For right? sure. And the people in, in power, the man. <laughs> the man. The man knows this. And not really on purposely, but conveniently take advantage of them because they know that they'll keep racing or keep making music. Yeah. 
Um, I hear you. And we have that problem here in this college town. We have this exact same problem where we have a flood of interns, right? Because mm-hmm. we've got college students and um, people that I know work with and stuff will be like, well, what are you paying your interns? And I'm like, well, we pay them like 10 bucks an hour. And they're like, what? <laughs> we don't pay ours anything. And I'm like, well, you should pay them something, you know, and you get better quality work out of them and they'll, they'll stay longer. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, uh, he or she, it doesn't matter. Uh, they'll be like, um, yeah, but they'll work for free. And if they won't, we'll just get another one that will. It, it's not the right way to look at it though. I know. You know? And I'm like, well, it's... we've done that. And I ended up paying them because, yeah, because they'll stick around instead of just half a year, they'll stick around until something that pays, they'll stick around a little bit longer and then you get better work out of them. Exactly. And the they, quality, even if it's yeah. not like necessarily the greatest, like when you're involving money, there's definitely a quality that comes comes along with it, a quality of service. And more, I think there's more respect involved in the relationship. Um, yeah. That girl had a Beat Elite tattoo on her face, if anyone's still watching this what show. I, you know, I have a couple packets of this stuff. They've basically like concentrated beet juice that we all know and love for enhancing performance and put it in a powder form and one of those little like... You know how Scratch and all that, they're like in those little like single serving sticks? Yeah, yeah. It looks like that and you can put it in your drink and you take it before you exercise and it's supposed to have like this crazy ergogenic effect. I don't know. Uh, I have a couple. I haven't tried them yet. I've got, I've got that and I was kind of pseudo sponsored by, um, what's the name of it? Beet juice. Uh, for oh, the Biota? Uh, no, the, um, they, mm-hmm. they make them in shots like five hour energy drink and it's concentrated uh, beet juice. Yeah. I don't, I don't it's good. It. It's really, really good. All right. I'm going to go eat dinner. Okay. You, I know you're all jacked up on coffee now. So no, wait, let me say that. Let me say the name of this company before I forget. I know that. Let me look their logo. Um, where'd it go? Everyone has beat elite. Where'd it go? Beat, 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 beat. Oh, it's not on the beach, the beat shots. Yeah. Well, I'm sure if we try hard enough, we can find it. <laughs> Wait, it's in my pantry. I got a case of this stuff. Hold on. It's in my pantry. I thought you were going to say it's in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I keep my beet juice. Oh, whoa. Got to keep it warm. <laughs> my dog just barked at that. Beat it. I think you offended her. It's called whoa. beat it. And they do little... <laughs> and, hence why you keep it in your pants. <laughs> yeah. That's why you keep it out of your pants. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I think this podcast I think you've been is up done. Too, I think you've been up too late. All right, well, thank I, you, Tani, for joining us. Yeah, you know, I think we have something here. I think we're going to have to Do rendezvous again, and maybe we can go into some archives of old races. And yeah. Stuff. We, got, we got a good rhythm that I think we started to get on. It was fun. All right, cool. Thanks for having me. Bye.
Oh, my God.